watch this. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for the Black Delegates Podcast. Y'all heard, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is June the 28th, 2021. Is episode 163, episode 163. We're getting old and long in the tooth out here. Um, I am your host, the Knockout City MVP, uh, level 100. Um, I don't know, what else can I call myself? The Black Ryan. I'm here with uh, my subordinate, uh, Ghetto Phenom. Welcome to my team. Subordinate, please. I'm the subordinate that's about to take over. You know what I'm saying? It's just one step from knocking you off of the mountain. So Sure, sure. Lucky, lucky catching up. Good luck. And Box One Poppy. Yo. What's going on? Nothing much. You and, uh, and Phenom X over there. Yes, sir. Here we got the note taker in full HD 4K. Well, not anymore. And listen, she she even reviews the pod too. That's this is amazing. She takes notes before, during, after the pod, and then she <laughs> reviews the pod. She probably she probably timestamps it, checks her notes, you know, cross checks it. She's got a whole Dewey Decimal filing system. It's amazing. Hey, Dewey Decimal system. You see, she had that rubber band, so she's like bundling the notes. That means she's putting the notes wow. together. She got right. She probably got a whole Manila folder on like what what did I say wrong? What what could I get canceled for? Actually, I do have that. Hold on. <laughs> Not sure what to think about that. So, Arrow. let's get into listener feedback, and this is from Mario. Uh, shout out to Mario. I am going to preface this by anything that Paul responds, I'm going to immediately edit out the podcast. But he said, and I quote. Paul needs to stop talking about the women at Lowe's. He's like, you keep bringing it up. He's like, let it go, bro. Let it go. Mario, you're right. I'm going to stop. It's over. I'm, never, I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm, I'm stop waiting jihad against these women over there. It's over. Thank you, Mario. <laughs> All right. So let's get straight into this weekend blackness. Let's go with box wine since you're sitting there smiling so hard. So we're going to get off these women at Lowe's and I'm going to get on to these other women. Look, man, I'm sitting there watching the game. I'm trying to watch the game on whatever Saturday, Sunday. You know me; I like sports. I, I'm a big sports fan. You know, I'll throw on whatever basketball, uh, but and, you know, I watch a lot of track and field. Uh, Shot put. I, I watch that. I watch. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm. But uh, I'll even watch some of the, the the Euro Cup, the soccer joint. You know, try to check that out. I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'll be checking it. I'll be like thinking I know something. But come Saturday night, I'm trying to watch the basketball game. What does my wife say? Hey. It's, it's women's gymnastics on. Can you leave it on the TV? Can you? And so I, I try to be a good husband. I try to leave it on women's gymnastics. I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave it on this women's gymnastics. You know, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I want to see uh, what, what the Clippers do, but I'm going I'm to let, let her rock. I'll let you rock with this. So she, I want to see, see Simone Biles. I want to see Simone Biles, blah, blah. Okay, man, can we just be, for once, just be honest? Like, nobody knows what the hell is going on with the gymnastics. Like, as, as long as you don't land on your neck, I think it's a 10. That's all I know, man. I think man. you did a great job. I, yes. I, I, think it's, I think it's amazing. Like, every single time, like, hey, I can't, I can't do that. And these little girls run around and ain't never had no period in their entire life, and they're midgets, and they do all this amazing stuff. 
And as long as they don't land on their neck, I think they get a 10. But then they say like, oh, that's an 8.7. I don't know what the hell is the difference. And so like, I'm tired. Every four years, we have the same thing. We got to pretend like uh, the, the women's gymnastics is the greatest thing in the world. And the men's, the, and look, hey, this is, I'm equal opportunity offender. The men's gym, gymnasts, I don't know what the hell they're doing either, man. Because like, again, if they don't land on their neck, I, I, I think they did great. They're, they're amazing. I can't, I can't get with these sports that are subjective scores. I can't do that, man. So like, I'm sitting there watching. I have no clue what's going on. And I don't like the, I don't like the, I like the gymnastics. I'm happy for the little girls and the Americans, blah, blah, blah. I got no clue what's going on with gymnastics. And so I got to get that thing out of here, man. Get, get, get are the Chinese, are the Chinese still giving everybody a nine, no matter how good they do? Well, this is just, this, this is just the nationals. We're, we're, Olympic trials. Yeah, we're doing the, we're oh, doing okay, the, okay. the nationals right now. So we're not, we're not there yet, but I, I don't know how the scoring works. I, they, they, I, they could call the same move, the, the, a, a different name every four years. I wouldn't know, but they're like, Oh, she pulled off an amazing triple, triple half gainer, Lindsay, uh, so and so and so. And it was all filmed in St. Louis, right? It was at, it was downtown, yeah, right? St. Louis, okay. STL, yeah. yeah. So I, I had no, I had, I'm surprised y'all didn't go. I didn't see a lot of black delegation people there except for Simone Biles. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand basketball and I'm just sitting there like, what is going on? I don't, I don't understand the gymnastics. I don't understand how it works. And every four years, we got to go through the same process. That's like that's my rant for the day. Well, I'll I'll say my wife. She wanted to go, but she said she uh, she didn't want to buy tickets. <laughs> so <laughs> she, I think she entered like a sweepstakes or something and didn't win. I was like, if you want to go, we could just buy tickets. She's like, nah, I want to do that. But I mean, that's that's like with any sport. That's just because you're not studied up in gymnastics. You don't really pay attention to it. So somebody who doesn't watch basketball. They, you know, they don't care if you do a crossover through your legs, a three-pointer, a layup, a free throw. Like, if you don't pay attention to that sport, you don't know what's going on. So right, but I know who, at the end of the day who wins it's different and who loses. A winner and a loser. I, I, right. I know, I know, like this dude's winning, this dude's behind because that, that that clock up there says one hundred five to ninety-seven. I know who's winning with gymnastics. I'm like, I, I can't tell. It's like, oh, this is this is worth a nine point two five. You know, Everybody seven did seven just three. As well. <laughs> and it's like that that girl didn't land on her neck. She didn't break a rib. <laughs> she she you know I, that's the only thing I can tell, man. That's it. Yeah, so. I mean, same boxing, UFC, like all that stuff is subjective. So it's like you got to to understand it. You got to study it. You got to pay attention to it. Yeah. All right. But, and the note taker. How was your week in taking notes? Lots of notes taken. Um, first thing, the first <laughs> note <laughs> was essentially to upgrade my internet. So as you guys can mm. see, I've got a sharper image this week because Look at last that. week was the last draw for me. I could not take it anymore. I think I told you guys um, before we started recording, I ended up not having uh, much luck with uploading the podcast. It literally took me four attempts and uh, wasn't able to do it to the next day. So that paired with losing 15 people on a conference call while I was doing a Vizio map um, at work, that was the last draw for me. So I upgraded to Charter and it's been smooth sailing ever since. Um, Give that about two weeks and it's going to all fall apart. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) I hope not. I can't take it if it does. But um, I also realized that I am officially out of touch with technology. I ended up having a major snafu at work. um, Mm -hmm. A Jeffrey Tubin situation? No. (laughs) No. Make sure. Just just asking. I am positive. We don't want to have to fire you. (laughs) Yeah, nothing of the sort. Uh, You almost got me fired by looking up today's uh, topics, but (laughs) outside of that, um, no, this was actually related to uh, me trying to add another group box or mailbox to my 
my inbox that I have to manage. Um, and I accidentally deleted my entire Outlook profile for my job. So it was. <laughs> you lost all your emails day. too? Everything. They couldn't back Every- it up? So they were able to, you know, retrieve it, but it was just literally half a day on the phone with enterprise messaging, trying to um, get my profile back and then get my profile set up to actually add the additional um, group box that I'm supposed to manage now. But it is, um, it was slightly annoying, but definitely Mm -hmm. realized that I've got to get a handle on my um, lack of technological skills because i do not want to be like the baby boomer. well you got you got you got the right man right here on the on the pod with you got you got uh phenom x over here he knows it all right and actually i i do have to hit him up we actually work uh multimedia stuff together um for our church and literally every week i have to call him with a technology question so i'm sure that he understands uh where i'm coming from here but that's (laughs) nothing exciting Look at look at Phenom. He's trained so well. Not a face was made. Right. If that was me, I would have been like, oh, God, she yeah. keeps calling me. Oh, <laughs> she's terrible at this. I can't do this job. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I try not to. I try not to, but I do have to sometimes. Yes, Phenom is a saint when he was helping G back in the old days. Ooh, uh, he, he is the man for the job because it ain't me. Because that brother said, where's the start menu? And I, I just threw my headphones on, <laughs> on the ground. It's like, I'm done. I'm going to let y'all get to it. <laughs> I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. All right, Phenom, how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty, pretty regular, pretty uneventful. Actually, I'll talk about something last week because this week, as Boxman Poppy would say, it's trash. Uh, but last week I didn't talk about, uh, actually stepped out in these COVID streets as we we're all starting to do a little bit more often. And, uh, you just mentioned G me and G, uh, got up, went to this little bar to watch some of the, the basketball games, uh, that were on. And so, uh, there was not a mask in sight up in the bar, including G. Uh, I was literally the only person with a mask on it. Obviously, you know, while you eating or you drinking, you're going to take your mask off or whatever. Uh, but me, I'm just still in that mindset of, you know, if I'm not putting a, a bite of food in my mouth or I'm not taking a sip, like I'm putting that mask back on. Now, so, we, you, so you lift it up or you lift it down? How does that work? It seems ridiculous to me. I'm no, not, I mean, I'll, I'll take it off, <laughs> while, I'm, off. while I'm eating or drinking or whatever. But once I'm done, like... I'm putting Yo, that mug back on. If you're trying to drink with the mask on, you're a wild boy. That's all I know. <laughs> no, nah, that's what I said. I'm to that drink out too. No, nah, that's what I said. I'm not eating and drinking with the mask <laughs> on, but I'm saying once that's over with, that mask going back on. Like I'm not just kicking it with uh, fifty, a hundred people uh, just maskless. Like that's just not my. That's just not where I'm at. But uh, but that was cool though. Just to step out with him. I told you, me and the wife had went out and got some pizza. I think the prior week. So then me and him went out, watched the basketball games. Uh, so uh, just starting to get back more into a sense of normalcy, not all the way. Uh, definitely going to keep masking up. Uh, but, you know, kind of one one step at a time trying to get back to normal here. Well, it sounds like we're going to be going right back with the Delta variant because right. uh, nobody's nobody's putting on a mask. I mean, nobody's getting vaccinated. So I don't know what we're going to do. I guess soon we'll be able to choose our own house if half of the people die. <laughs> we'll be able to do a whole bunch of stuff, man. Like it's, It sounds good to me. I mean, we just go pick a house. Like, hey, this person's dead. Do you want to live here? I sure do. Hey, but Next not St. Louis, here I come. 
Not joking. I, I mean, Ron, I told you I, that that relative I was talking about a couple weeks ago that was on the ventilator, like they yeah. actually died. <laughs> they they, they oh, died. Wow. Yeah, and, and didn't get vaccinated, man. So like, and he wasn't that old, like in his fifties. So yeah, my relative was going to go see, like, and that, that happened in Dallas, man. So like, I think like only a hundred, two hundred people died of COVID, like in the last week, and like my relative is one of them. That's, that is insane, man. That's really crazy because he didn't get vaccinated, you know. So yeah, man, get your vax man out there and, and yeah. wear your and mask. That, I mean, that's what the hospital's been saying, like. Almost everybody that's going in the hospital at this yeah. point in time aren't vaccinated. Right. Like people that get vaccinated, even if you get COVID, you know, at that point, it's uh, you can deal with it. It's more like a cold or the flu. But, uh, you know, some people we talked about last week, you know, they it's want their freedom. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out the the thought process of these people. So it's like, so you're telling me we have a respiratory illness that is people are dropping like flies at like a 10 percent rate with masks on, and you're just like, oh, you know what? Whatever the government could possibly put in your vaccine, gotta be worse than that. Well, I'm look, gonna take my chances at dying. Look, I can't speak for everybody. But this, dude, I'm, work? this relative I'm talking about, like his dad and his sister, died of COVID. Oh, and this dude did not so get cut, and still didn't get the vaccine. So this dude must have, you know, I, I mean, you know, I'm not, I don't talk to him that often, uh, but you know, he, but I mean, so he had relative. So it's not like, you know, I, I get it. Like it was degrees of separation. Like, hey, that's people over here, you know, like a whole state away. I don't know none of them, and they dying. Okay, whatever. I, you know, I don't really trust that. I'm not gonna get. I, I kind of can see that, but when it's affecting your own family, yeah. and you've been to funerals for them for COVID, and then you're not getting the vaccine, then. But man, what, what can you crazy. do, man? You can't you can't make people do that. But it, it, yeah. it's it's out there, it's real, man. So that's like I think that's like six people in the family that's had COVID. I mean, most of most of them are older, not in good health, I would say. But yeah, man, it's just crazy like, that we're talking. We're in the summer of 2021, and there's still people dying from this stuff, man. It's preventable, so crazy. And I, I would think that like, especially the white delegation, or even 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 other delegations, like if you see black people getting vaccines. Like it's time to get the vaccine because we don't trust nobody. We don't trust nothing. You had the Tuskegee experiment, and you know all these legitimate things that make us uh, have pause about getting vaccinated. But if you see us in line, man, you better go and get that thing. Yes, sir. So, what about you, Ryan? How was your week in blackness? My week in blackness was cool, uh, uneventful. I am kind of on the market for the car. I'm still looking for one. Uh, Bronco Sport, and then since none of those are available, I kind of was like, you know what, YOLO should just get a Challenger. <laughs> so I've been thinking about it, get but it. since it actually gets cold here and we actually have some bit of snow, uh, I might have to get the the regular man's kind and uh, get a GT and not the not the super souped up RT. Like I why not? Why, why can't you get the RT? I, I want to be able to drive one. Is it, it rear wheel? Yeah, yeah. And that's a lot of power, so you'd be slipping and sliding all over the place. So, nah. Get some winter tires, cool. bro. I just want it to look like a Challenger. I'm never going to drive fast. I mean, if you, you think about it, we all old and washed. I'm not driving over 85 miles per hour. Why do I need a car that goes to 180? <laughs> it's, it's unnecessary. So, yeah. Um, so, that's what I'm going to do. But guess what? There are no cars available. Every time None? you see a car, it, the ones that I want, anytime I, I call, anytime I, I send a message... They call me back and they're like, oh, I just sold. Oh, I just sold. And I'm like, really, man? Like, it just sent me a notification. And it's selling that fast. So, especially the Broncos. The Broncos ain't lasting. They're getting sold before they're getting off the truck. 
I know that my, I, like my car dealership that I, I I guess I bought my car from. They, they send me like emails like every other day, and it's like, uh, we need your car. Like they're basically, they're, they're yeah. willing to buy it back from me or whatever. Like that. I'm like, I'm not. Get, get the hell out. What, what am I gonna do? And I, then I then I won't have a car. <laughs> so, so you, most of most of the lots are pretty uh pretty thin these days when you drive past the highway and stuff for the used used lots. Yeah, it's because the the chip shortage is part of it, and um, yeah, people like people used cars. Money. Are selling like crazy. Um, y'all know I've been looking at cars for a minute, and uh, I know a lot of people, or I've seen like online talking to a lot of people who have sold their cars, like it might be a year or two years old, and they sell it for more than they paid for it uh, wow. new because the used car prices right now just are just crazy through the roof. And I'm actually, I, I just, was just telling my wife, I was like, yo, I might sell my vehicle. You know, I, I my vehicle's leased right now. I was like, I might sell it before the lease is up because if I can get a heightened value for it, you know, yeah. uh, and just sell it, they pay off the lease and I pocket the change. Like that may be a better situation for me. So I'm probably going to uh, go to, uh, was it Vroom or uh, what's the other one? Carvana and mm-hmm. get quotes from them and see if that's worth it. And just try You know, if I got to get a little bucket or something like that in the meantime, until I get Make my next move. I do that. I did the room joint for uh, for the van, and I put like everything wrong with it, and it still was giving me uh, quite a bit of money. I was like, "Are you sure? Like, do you you want this? What are you gonna do with it?" But hey, uh, as I um, I don't know if y'all noticed that story that people been stealing uh, catalytic converters, yes, off of cars, and I looked up why. And there's all these precious metals in the catalytic, catalytic converters. And so they worth quite a bit of money by themselves. So maybe they just partner everything out. And, and they can do it fast. Man, I've seen a couple of videos where, like, man, they just they just roll up to your car. And they got, like, a little jack that goes underneath there and just basically just yanks it off. And, I mean, they, they, can, they can roll out in 30 seconds, man. It's kind of crazy. Right. right. So you got to keep your insurance intact. And speaking of insurance... I heard the greatest insurance jingle of all time, so I want to make sure that y'all heard it. Here you go. This is our beautiful Jill Scott singing the Nationwide commercial. It feels so good to be cared for. Back up now just a little more. The feeling someone's always there just to show how much they care. The She's a part of your home with so much to protect each day. Caring goes a long, long way. Nationwide is on your side. Now, if you wasn't swaying back and forth when we was playing that, you ain't black. So we already know that, Paul. Look at Paul. Paul, <laughs> notice your hands did not go grooving. up. I was Everybody else was, was swaying back and forth, dancing. You were just sitting there with your hands crossed like, I'm not moving. I don't take, care what I'm, happens. It's like, what I'm taking it all in, man. Music yeah, what is this? What is right. this? Un, un, un- Negro <laughs> spirituals. But uh, yes, Jill Scott killed that song. I have never wanted more seconds of an insurance commercial ever in my life. I want the extended version. Somebody needs to put this out. Put it on Spotify. It'll be on my playlist. Because that <laughs> mug was fire. And she can sing nationwide on the hook, too. I don't care. I'd be bumping it. So... Just wanted to show that to y'all. Uh, I, I noticed that. And uh, my boy, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. from Hamilton fame, also sang a dope version. I'll let y'all look it up yourself. I'll put it in the show notes, though. Uh, also fire. So check it out. Black people killing the game. Also for Nationwide. Yep. Nationwide, okay. too. 
Gotcha. Much better than that Peyton Manning crap. Mm. But nah, I will, I'll give it to the country dude that he was with. He he killed that mug too. So all right, that is it for me. These insurance. Hey, all I know is the insurance companies got hella money. Cause look, man, you, you, State Farm. Every commercial is like Chris Paul and like WNBA players. There's tons of money. Then they got Nationwide got enough money to get Jill Scott to drop the jingle. It's the biggest racket in the, in the United States, though. Yeah, every yeah. state insurance is is mandatory, and yet they find every way not to pay your claims ever, even when you need it. So, yeah, that's no they banking money. And then half the time, you know, people the insured folks, if something happened, you don't want to use it because your rates gonna exactly. go up. <laughs> so it's like yeah, I have so an accident, and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna just pay this five thousand out of pocket because I don't want to pay two fifty more a month. Right. <laughs> Basically. Yep. All right, so let's get into the new the serious stories. stuff. Yeah. The sentencing of Derek Chauvin came through uh, across the boards, and was it too harsh? Was it not enough? Uh, Phenom, I know you want to talk about this, so I'm kind of throw it to you. I don't know if there's much more to say about it, um, so go ahead. Yeah, not not a whole lot. I mean, everybody should be familiar with the Derek Chauvin uh, case. And uh, if you're not, uh, you may need to go back on the Black Delegates podcast and listen starting at episode one uh, because you need to be (laughs) caught up (laughs) on blackness, right? Start on zero. Uh, But, yeah, so Derek Chauvin was uh, uh, convicted, found guilty of murdering George Floyd. Uh, So he went to sentencing. This was a Friday and everybody wondered, like, what was going to happen because uh, we've seen plenty of time in the past where uh, a lot of times cops don't get convicted. But then even if they do, they get like a slap on the wrist, essentially. Uh, so uh, I think I read that it took 10 hours uh, for the jury to deliberate for him to be found guilty when it came to the sentencing. Uh, the judge gave him 22 and a half years. Uh, he got credit for half a year time served since, you know, the trial started. Uh, but 22 and a half years, wanted to know what did you think? I'm going to kick it to box wine poppy first. Do you think this was a fair sentence? Do you think it was too harsh? Do you think it was too little? Uh, he could have gotten, I think the maximum would have been 40 years um, and the minimum would have been like five. So uh, how do you feel like this held up and will this discourage future behavior like that <laughs> uh future behavior future behavior from him yes <laughs> for sure it's <laughs> because he is not gonna be a police officer anytime soon but uh i mean as far as like the the, the number of years i mean i don't know man look i don't want to spend 22 minutes in jail right i don't want to spend 22 hours i don't want to spend 22 weeks months i damn sure don't want to spend 22 and a half years or whatever i mean i'm sure he's going to get out like in I think I read something like they said 15, 17 years is probably more likely, you know, that, that he'll actually serve. Sounds about white. That sounds about, but it's, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, if there, if there's something that's, I mean, if, if, if they gave him three years, I'd be like, man, that's crazy. If they gave him like five years, I'd be like, that's kind of crazy. You know, you start getting the double digit years. Like, I think that sounds about appropriate, you know, as long as he's actually serving the, you know, double digits. So, I mean, 15 years, you know, that he actually will serve to me, that seems appropriate. I, you know, but unless you tell me something like, "Hey, most people that get that, that got his same kind of sentence, you know, do forty, then then I, I'm I'm but I'm cool with it, man. Twenty two years is a long time. I I couldn't do it, man. Look, I, look, I, you see this boyish good looks, man. I would not last five <laughs> minutes on D block. You know this. I would not like. La- look, I, and look, you have Ryan. Some dudes like Ryan Phenom looking at me. 
talking about shave his chest hair, <laughs> comb his chest hairs. No, I can't do it. No. Paul definitely going to pull his pockets out if I was in prison with him. Pull your pockets out, homie. Hold my pocket, chump. <laughs> comb my chest hair. Comb my chest hair. Oh, oh. I ain't got no chest hair. You can't comb. All right. <laughs> let's, let's get away from this <laughs> conversation as quickly as possible. Uh, what are your thoughts on the sentencing? Um, I think that it was not necessarily too harsh. I am just glad that there was a conviction and there's accountability. Do I think that it will prevent future officers or officers from doing this in the future? That is yet to be seen. It would be nice if it does. I would like to remain hopeful um, and not be pessimistic. But not so sure. Again, we'll just wait and see. But no, I don't necessarily think that it was too harsh at all. Ryan, the black Ryan. Um, I think it was the maximum sentence that they could give him for murder, whatever they gave him. Murder two. I think it was two, yes. Is that what it was? So uh, no, I think they could have given him 40 total years. Oh, really? So the max was 40. Ugh. And it, it might have been the max was 20, but then because he was a cop and sort of in a uh, privileged position, they could double the sentence because that's what the judge did. Uh, he gave him like, um, whatever, 10 years or 11.25 uh, years, but then he doubled it on the fact that he was a you know public official, yada, yada. And so it was especially bad because of that. Yeah, that's fine. I mean... Technically, yes. Do we want this in the books as he got a 22-year sentence? Yes. Is he going to last 22 days? I doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this brother is going to be executed one way or another. So, uh, good luck. That's all I can say. Yeah, I'm sure they got him in solitary confinement where he's, he's protected. Uh, and going to be guarded. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I wish they would have threw the 40 at him, you know, to be perfectly honest, uh, because this was such an egregious crime. I mean, you're kneeling on a dude's neck, and I forget the the amount of time. I know it, you know, at one point they thought it was this much, and then it increased. But for a long-ass time, let's just put it that way, he was kneeling on this man's neck, uh, caused him to lose his life. So I I wish he would have got the total 40, but I agree with y'all to where, you know, 22 and a half is like, that's a impactful statement um, uh, or sentence. And so um, I'm glad it wasn't on some BS, like five years or 10 years or something like that. Like 22 and a half, that's like, that's some real time. Even if he's not going to do the whole 22 and a half, even if he does 15, um, you know, that's still serious time, but if you gave him the 40, then you know he's doing at least 25, 30 of that. Uh, so I would like to see that. One thing I thought was interesting, and I was listening to the radio here in St. Louis, which sometimes, if you're not listening to like the black music stations, if you listen to talk radio, we're in Missouri, so halftime, they'd be racist. But one thing I thought was interesting <laughs> is that they were talking about this uh, sentencing, and one person said, they were like, you know, this will make the cops next time they'll think about um, what could happen to them when they're in the moment. Because they're like, he clearly wasn't thinking about that he would ever get convicted or there would ever be any consequences because you're just right. kneeling on somebody's neck. People are filming with their phones. You know, 
this this wasn't like in a dark alley somewhere. Like you knew people were there, and he clearly was so you know privileged by his badge. He was like, "Oh, ain't nothing happening to me." So they were like, "The next cop is gonna have to think about that because of this." And so I thought that was that was interesting. So hopefully this will dissuade uh, some other officers from it. But we know that uh, you know. Cops try to, they try to cover it up. They try to protect their own. Uh, so this this ain't the end-all, be-all, but it is a good first step. Right. I, I saw a tweet that said uh, to remember that uh, justice was not served because, you know, he was he was uh, convicted. Because Minnesota would have just covered it up if there wasn't somebody filming it at the time. So that's that's really was the key to it, man, which is crazy. Yeah, and I think they, I think they were trying to, you know, until that footage kind of came out in the public. Uh, I think they were gonna try to sweep it under the rug. So, all right. So, uh, rest in pieces. All right. Next story. Keep going. Keep going. You could have been robbing a bank, is what they told Mrs. Gwen Levi. She made headlines back in May when she was released from prison. She served a 16-year term, but due to the CARES Act. With all the uh, prisoners, they released about 4,500 of them because they said, hey, it's overcrowding. We don't want people to get COVID, blah, blah, blah. So some of y'all can go home. She had served 16 years out of, guess how much she was convicted for? 24 years. <laughs> for what? More than more than Shuffin was. <laughs> what was she convicted of? Conspiracy to sell at least one kilogram of heroin. So that was oh. her. That was her sentence. 24 years, measly penance for what you know, she, she did, right? You know she called it hair on, too. She didn't call it hair on. She called it hair on. That's what, that's what they all did back in the 60s. Right, right. So, But she's been in there a long time, man. She's in her 70s. It's too old to be in jail, I'll tell you that. But uh, the lady went home. They said she has moved back to Baltimore with her 94-year-old mother. She was volunteering with some prison advocacy uh, orgs. And what happens? I guess they called to check in on her. Because they said her her ankle monitor was not uh, at her home address. They tried to get in touch with her. And because she didn't answer, they labeled her as an escapee. Sent the police and arrested this lady again. So this is just one of those stories that you're just like, uh, like, if you were black, would they even be monitoring you at this point? If you weren't black, probably not. It's just how it goes with us. I mean, first of all, we got a man who killed somebody and got 22 years, and yet this lady sell, selling some heroin, and she's she gone for 24. So I just want to throw that out there. This is crazy. This is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my wife her credit. She sent this story to me. I thought it was pretty interesting. So, what do you guys think about this? Uh, the note taker. What do your notes reflect about this story? Um at 70 something where is she going to go like where are <laughs> they concerned about her fleeing to or i mean she could have been robbing know. a I bank just, that's what they said she could have been robbing a bank i guess i guess i just feel like life is probably very limited for her i could be wrong i'm, I'm looking at her pictures it seems like she gets around fairly <clears> well <throat> not who i would envision when i think of uh a dope dealer Right, <laughs> but at the same time I don't know I, I mean just we are still in the middle of a pandemic so to just throw her back in jail because you let her out as a result of this pandemic I just don't see that as beneficial um, you know 
She's not following the rules. However, I just don't think that um, sending her back to prison is beneficial for anybody. Not as taxpayers and not for her. Right. Box one. It's trash, man. She got to go. She got to go. Throw the key. Hey, man, come on. You got They got the ankle monitor on. I'm sorry, man. Hey, if I, look, if I spent 24 years in jail and they said you free to go live out the rest of your days and you got to wear this ankle monitor for like for like nine months, guess what I'm doing? I'm wearing that damn ankle monitor everywhere. <laughs> like, I'm not taking that thing off. I'm not. I don't care if it's itchy or whatever it is, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear that thing because guess what? I'm not I'm not going back there. I done spent 24 years wasting my life. I'm I'm not going back there for some stupid stuff. This it's not that she stuff. took it off. She did not take it off. She took it off and she left the house though. She didn't. She didn't deny that. Did it say that? Well, she left. She wasn't. She, she. It wasn't. It says the ankle monitor wasn't at her home address. She didn't answer her phone for okay. a few hours. They couldn't get in touch with her, and then her monitor showed back up at her mother's house. Okay, so she just so, left. But yeah, she, she, she left. it doesn't she, necessarily she say that though. She just left, yeah. and then when they what? called her, she didn't pick up the phone. Hey, guess what, man? Look again. Follow the rules to a T, man. You this close <laughs> to being home free. Follow the rules to a T for nine months. Do what you can. Don't or whatever it is. Don't don't mess it up. That's 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 me. I'm like, hey, they told me to stay here. I'm staying my ass right here. Hey, man, it. this ain't a violent crime. They could have just vacated it. Phenom, what you think? <sighs> well. One little point of uh, correction. So she served 16 years. She had a 24-year sentence. She yeah, served 16 of that. Yeah. But I'm looking. I'm going doing, you know, little mathematics. I had to pull out the calculator because math mm-hmm. wasn't my strong suit. And I'm like, okay, she's 76 years old. Yeah. So she, she served 16 60. years in prison. So this lady was 60 years old slamming yes. that hair around. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which you now, know it was her grandson. She just took the rap. Like, baby, no. don't you worry about it. Just put it in my purse. No, that, that, that dude that Denzel Washington was playing in that movie, American Gangster, that, that's who she was dating back then. That's, 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 that's his girlfriend yeah, that, from back see, in the day. I, I need to know sure. more about this conviction. I, I need to know that story. Make that into a movie. The six-year-old uh, cartel granny slanging that hair on. Hey, but, uh, I've seen that uh, co- cocaine, the cocaine godmother. I've seen her. You see, if yeah. you watch that Miami documentary, you know it. You know it's real, man. One hundred. <laughs> but uh, in terms of this, I do think, like, if you got an ankle monitor on, like, you you got to stay at the crib, you know. And and I wish I think this is maybe this is a failure of uh, the prison to kind of set you up for success. But I'd be like, Granny, like it's it's a thing called Zoom. <laughs> we in COVID right now. You could do them classes on Zoom. You, you ain't know got to good go and well nowhere. her seventy six year old but ain't calling somebody else that's ninety four and a Zoom call working out. That's a no hey. go. Hey, my pops, my pops is in his seventies. He he know how to Zoom, FaceTime. He's a phenom though. It's this is not this not normal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a hundred percent. So, yeah, I hate that she's going back to prison, especially the initial charge was like, what was it like, selling a gram of cocaine or something like that? Oh, something. A kilo, no, a kilo, no, a kilo. Yeah, a so kilo. two point two pounds. It's a kilo. It was a kilo. It was, oh, a kilo. It, was okay. it was some real. It was some a decent amount some of weight. weight. It was some <laughs> weight. Just because this lady looks like she makes good potato salad, don't mean she's she innocent. Come on now, let's just be real here. This lady is, is diabolical. She, she you're, you're pushing hair on, hair on in in Baltimore, inner city Baltimore in your sixties. You ain't you, you ain't been around the block one time. That, that wasn't like oh, I just tried a little hair on to sell in my sixties. No, you've been doing this for a while. Come on now. Maybe she didn't maybe. understand the rules. Maybe she didn't <laughs> she, understand like how it really worked. 
I might be with box wine on this one, and she she Fire. might have to go home, <laughs> go home, sir. That time, sorry, Granny. So she walked out like Madea goes to jail, and just like I don't care about this. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and go anyway. I'll be back. She mm. would probably get. She was probably making another heroin deal. You know what I'm saying? She's probably probably trying to get that work back. She's like, look, I'm back on the streets. We about to take this block back. <laughs> she got to make she up for that with 16 years. Right. She wasn't doing nothing but taking a pineapple upside down cake to her mama. <laughs> she probably she probably was talking to them uh, little cats on who I smoke. She about to, to make the next version of it. Back in my day, we didn't put the names in the in the song, you dummies. <laughs> Keep going! Keep going! Next story. <laughs> NYC councilman candidate gets outed by a dominatrix. Of course, this is Paul's story. Who else? Could yeah, be? this is my. I forgot the dude's name. His last name is uh, is Weiner. Uh, of, of course, you know, it is. The, the Anthony Weiner fame. So this Zach is this is Wiener. another dude, Zach Weiner. Uh, he is. This is this is the funny part of the story to me. Is like they bury this at the very bottom story, but he is the son of the dude that that created Door the Explorer. Door Explorer, of course, a famous little kid show. Uh, for you know that like follows around like a little vaguely Hispanic girl and figures out where in the world she vaguely, is. Vaguely, she like speaks that. Spanish. Well, you know, but it's still it's still questionable. But anyway, Door Explorer, his dad, dad made Door Explorer. Okay. This dude out here is wild, but he's running for city councilman in Manhattan. And uh, you know, young dude, I guess he raised a bunch of money. I'm sure he got it all from his dad. His dad's probably loaded, but he he's running for city councilman in 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 New York. And then it came out leaked on Twitter that he has a BDSM tape. And so the tape, we, we don't gotta, we're not going to play it for you, but it's it's pretty bad. Uh, can, does anybody want to describe like what the, the little video still of it? The, the, Sean, does anything in this picture attract attract you at all? Just just the underwear, the slapping, <laughs> absolutely the, the mask. Nothing. No, no, okay, nothing. Sean, your arms are kind of strong. Like you could swing a bat pretty good. Sean. I think you, 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 you knock this little boy out. Wow, seriously. But anyway, he, he's getting he's he's getting his uh. I guess he, there, I guess I guess in New York City, I never knew this, but I guess it's legal. I guess there's like like you can have like BDMs BDSM dungeons in the city. I guess there's like upscale ones that you can be a member to, and you just go to like why would you want to pay money to go get your ass whooped somewhere? I don't understand that. Like hey, like no, I'm not going nowhere to get my ass kicked by by no chick or, or dude or anything like that. I'm not doing that. But uh, apparently this dude does it, and he and so the thing that caught my eye about the story is like. You know, he's really done, you know, the, the politicians have really turned on the Trump thing. It's like, don't, don't pivot away from the scandal and, you know, apologize and, and you know, and say, I'm going to do better. And, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to, to guidance, double down. And so this dude said, hey, I'm a proud BDMSer and I'm going to stick to it. And I love the community and blah, blah, blah. He's, he's like, yeah, that's me. That's me getting my ass whooped in here with the diaper on. That's me. Yeah, I'm proud of it. And so I just want to know what y'all's thoughts are. Like, uh. Is, is is do you see more politicians doing it? like you guys had in Missouri that that greetings dude like at first he was denying it he should have just came out and said like yeah man I whooped her ass man that's what I did <laughs> right and so like I just wonder is that is that is this the strategy we're seeing now I'm going to jail I know I know I'm in trouble I'm sorry I guess I'll go I don't what can you comment to a story like this what can you say I mean. People can do whatever they want to do in their private life, I guess. I mean, it's funny when it comes out. I don't think that we should be holding people accountable for what they do in private. That's on him, man. 
it's just like the Jeffrey Tubin thing. But again, this dude is doubling down. He, he's leaning into it. He's like, hey, I'm proud of this. I'm going to continue wearing yeah, a diaper well, and get, my, get whipped by the gas. Yeah, right. But the other dude is like, oh, I Do you know how many free whip. sessions he's going to get now that he just pumped up? Uh, it being okay now, all the all the weirdos are gonna be. Well, I don't want to call y'all weirdos. Do what you want to do. Uh, no, you can say weirdos, but the, the dude tubing, the dude tubing, <laughs> this dude's out there, out there. He's going to like church and like doing like like volunteering and like soup kitchens, all because he did like something natural. Like like so, it's the total yeah, opposite, true. man. It's crazy. But I, I think in the tubing situation, the difference was is like he was at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, we did. We yeah, did. Yeah. We did discover more information on that phenom. Myself and Paul, we talked about it. But apparently, dude was not. He was not shooting at anybody on the screen. He literally stopped to go. <laughs> and he thought he was on break for 20 minutes. He was gonna take care of that on his own private computer, which was in sight of his regular computer. So it wasn't like he was on his work computer doing it mm-hmm. on purpose. Like yeah, that. you see, you see, right. Shonda Sha- Sha- immediately turned her Shonda's face is like regretting being on his pod. Y'all done did a deep dive to find out that information. That's, oh, we like, that's down. something I did not. We broke down really the game tape. No, it baby. came up on the podcast that I was listening to, and I was like, "Oh, new information." So I shared it with Paul. But that's but even in an instance, because he was caught on camera on on his work computer in a work meeting, yeah. like that's a little bit different. So you have to uh, be held accountable for that. This dude, like you said, it's kind of in his own private life. You know, he got his kink. Don't kink shame me, bro. He liked to get his butt whooped. Uh, and I think it's fine. Like, I, I actually like the fact that he's kind of standing behind it. And he's just like, yo, this is me. I'm not dropping out the race. I'm still going to run. Uh, and I've said this before on the podcast. Like, I think the politicians who don't have any dirt, like, those are just the best people at hiding it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like those are the people who know how to hide their dirt great. And so, those like, the best liars. Like, I'm fine. You got a dude who was into some kinky stuff. Okay, whatever. Like, that's your, that's your private business as long as you ain't doing that... Um, you know, at the press conference or whatever, when you're in <laughs> office, like it's all good. People, people are into all different types of things. You know, just because it ain't it ain't for me, I don't care if that's for you. That's for you. Handle your business. So I'm with him. Double down on the partner. Uh, get your butt whooped. Put your little leather on. Uh, do what you got to do. He got, he got, he, he was getting hot wax poured on in the video. His, he had nipple clamps on. Yeah, this dude, this dude was about that life. That dude it was, was about, and look, the look crazy thing is, like, out, you, look, look at the picture of the, look at the picture of homie. The picture, he, like, like, this, like, if you, like, you said, like, what does a BDMSer look like? This, like, this picture would be like, hey, this is like the, the exhibit A right here. It's, it's BDSM. Get it right. You keep saying I'm sorry. BD. I, Hey, the MS, fact that he doesn't know how to spell it, I don't know if it's an <laughs> elaborate uh, plot to get us to not think that he's sure, off the trail and it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, maybe he's outsmarting us. I'm not sure. Now, I'm I'm tripping off. Now, are those like those old school clothes yes, pins that he has on pins. his nipples? I don't yeah. even know where you yeah. buy those. Like, where do you get those? That, that must be like a BDSM only thing now. <laughs> Grandma, yeah. you got some of those clothes pins. Right. <laughs> that's like the last Amish dolly need too. That's high quality Amish manufacturing <laughs> clothespins. Shonda, I don't think have you have you weighed in on this I topic? I was trying not to weigh in on this one, but um, did you apologize to the dude in the cage under your desk? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. You petted his head and said, Stay. "Please don't worry about them." 
So, I mean, I personally don't want to know my politicians in this way. However, I also believe that, hey, it's it's his personal time. He is entitled as long as it doesn't have to do with any children or any torture of people like no one's getting hurt um, out of. You know, Except for well, himself. Without, he's he's torturing right. himself. That's what he's literally No one's doing. getting hurt without their consent of getting hurt. Are you hurt. getting hurt if you like it? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, you are, but hey, them people like it. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I do feel like we are seeing this more where people are um, more unapologetic for what they do in their personal time, this, these politicians. And I'm kind of here for that because I also feel like, you know, if you put your hands on the table where everyone can see them, then, you know, you would be trusted a little bit more. Um, I do agree with uh, Ghetto Phenom stating that those who have like a squeaky clean slate, those are the people that are just really good at hiding their dirt because everybody's got it. Y'all remember when that dude, remember that dude that was a senator and he was like in the bathroom, he was like talking about, he was using the bathroom, he had a white stance because he got arrested. Yeah, because he was, he was tapping, was tapping feet. I was, like, dog, I was like, dog, you know how long, I mean, you can have shack feet if your foot is in the other dude's stall, like like rubbing against right. the dude's foot. You got a That's wide stance. Stuff, hey, a wide stance was the greatest. But but that was, that was his greatest. Ever. But look, he, he, but he, 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 man, he, I mean, like, he just kind of, I guess he just retired. He got, you know, he paid his little fine or like that, but he just kind of slunk away. But like, the dude took that to the grave. Like, no, man, that wasn't me. But like, <laughs> Just, just come out and be like, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm into this. I, I'm in. I'm in. Air, I'm just, you know, wild dudes in airport bathrooms. I mean, which, which are disgusting to begin with. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just in here. I'm just here wilding out. Like, let me just live my life. Let me live in my filth. But to, totally different. Now, 180 degrees now, man. So cool. Mm-hmm. All right. One day we're gonna talk about like what y'all uh, uh, any 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 weird requests out there in the in the bedroom. But we won't get talk about that tonight. We'll talk about that. We're day. never gonna talk about that. <laughs> Black <laughs> We're gonna talk about it. It's coming up. I told you episode. we gotta do a delegates after dark and never we put it out. <laughs> we we gonna wait until the Black Ryan you know is gone. We got gotta give the good minister uh leave on that one. So <laughs> actually, sure. with his with his pod titles, he probably. He probably might have the wildest ones. He probably sure, got no, got I this little helmet. This dude, you know, you know, Ryan has a whole box of uh, those uh, those uh, clothespin hangers back in the back for something in the <laughs> in the corner somewhere. Right, keep going, keep going. I'm shining the face like oh, like, oh next. Right, like, she keeps turning her camera off as if that's going to change anything. <laughs> You're still keep watching going. us. Keep uh, next story: <laughs> When the clout chasing goes wrong. Shonda, this is your story. Mm. Mm. All right. So there's a poor woman on the run after causing a massive crash at Tour de France, which is an annual bike race that's held every year in France. Um, So she was holding up a handmade sign that said, go grandma and grandpa. Apparently the sign was at like handlebar height and caused a massive crash. And it's deemed to be like one of the first, one of the worst in uh, Tour de France history. Uh, I think she immediately realized the impact of what she did because she fled the scene before investigators arrived. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Prosecutors reportedly said that they um, began a criminal investigation for deliberately violating safety regulations and causing injury that might prevent someone from working for up to three months. Not sure where they got that from, but if she is convicted, the crime in France is punishable punishable by law. With as much as one year, a one-year prison sentence, and a thirteen 
thousand euro fine. Um, Man, come on. <laughs> yeah. So according to CBS News, Max. she's actually uh, she fled the country. I don't know how they know if they don't know who she is, but they said she's out of there. And then the uh, New York. Post states that the Tour de France also plans to sue her um, specifically. So, had you guys heard about this? Like, do you guys empathize with her, or do you empathize with uh, the the racers that she unfortunately <laughs> caused this how, accident for? How far into the race was this? It was pretty early. Yeah, like, okay. it's like day, so day could they just have said, week. "All right, y'all, just get back up. Let's start over. <laughs> this, this chick ruined it. Let's start over. Uh, no harm, no foul." And just do it over, because you can't just keep riding after everybody fail. That's messed I up. I think they were. Well, they, quite they a did. Few. They do. I mean, it's it's like it's like twenty days or something like that. So like you know, it's day like day like four or five. So I think one dude. That, I think one dude that was in the wreck. I think he's already caught up, caught up to like the lead or or leader. You know, in the in the in contention. So, it, but some dudes like I mean, some dudes broke shoulders and stuff like that. So it was yeah, serious for some, some drivers. I'm gonna shoot her some bail. It's not her fault because she literally had a piece of cardboard. It's their fault because they failed. It's a piece of cardboard, bro. Keep driving. I mean, it's like one of those people that swirl swerve off the road because the squirrel's there. They'll just run over the squirrel. So just run through the cardboard. They'd have been fine. You all right? Don't nobody care about your sport anyway. <laughs> you know. Uh, that's a, no, that's a, that's a bad take. <laughs> um, you know, and the thing is, is, I mean, the dude did try to just roll through her, but he hit her arm, you know, holding the cardboard sign. Cause she was like all up in the road. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's funny that she fled the country and that, you know, that all of this has happened. So now this is like a, a whole, uh, whodunit, you know, go find me thriller movie that, uh, What's old boy's name that's always in those type of movies? Leonardo DiCaprio mm. is going to star in this movie about it. Uh, but to me, like my biggest beef is why would you have a sign that says go grandma and grandpa? Like, <laughs> that's the stupidest sign. Are they in the race? Like, you need to be like Black Lives Matter or, <laughs> you know, don't kink shame me, bro. If it Black like, Lives Matter like, and she knocked over all the two of the friends, oh my God, we would we would be under fire right now. Blacks would well, be funny driven out that. of France. Because <laughs> I had that question too, because I thought that, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tour de France was for men only. So why would she have go grandma and grandpa? Because is grandma really in the race? Because it's men only, right? Yeah, I think it was more like hi mom, you know, like like oh, somebody goodness. just saying hi mom, you know, maybe oh. she's saying hi grandma, grandpa. I don't know. Well, it's she stupid. said go, so to me it's like you're racing. So I don't know. Maybe she is. Yeah, saying hi. it was stupid. Know. The sign is stupid. <laughs> she need to be smacked. She need to be imprisoned. Um, imprisoned. Tour de France. They do. I mean, they they had them type of accidents. You know, like all the time. Yeah. I don't know if all the time, but it's Man, not- they go up, look. They go off the side of mountains and stuff like like a whole gang of like like eight dudes just go off the side of a mountain, like what, like <laughs> scroll yeah. down like like five hundred feet or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is, this is uh, in, in the crash terms fairly minor, but still still pretty bad for a few of them. Do I mean they had somebody had dropped out so. Yeah, messed up. It was all for clout chasing. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure she wanted that that Instagram fame. She wanted to be on Twitter. She wanted to be a celebrity. Like, oh, well, you got it now, but now you're about to go to jail. Mm. 
Look, I look. I got two points here. First of all, I support the lady, and she 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 messed up. I know she feel dumb as hell when that crash happened. I know she got up out there and bounced, but I support her on the run, man. Go go on the land, man. Flee the country. I support you. Get to home. Like whatever whatever they did, ever Snowden do for this lady, man. Get her to Russia. Get her a safe haven. Keep her keep her safe, man. You know, I, I support that. Box wine, Poppy same, got a passport for you. Right, but at the same time. Uh, like Ryan, going back to Ryan's point, the sport is trash, man. Look, Tour de France, it's twenty. Look again on the level of like unwatchable sports, it's like golf, and then it's like women's gymnastics. Uh-uh. No, no, I put, I know, I put, no, I put women's gymnastics, then golf, then the Tour de France. Like that stuff be coming on like at midnight sometimes on like the Olympic Channel. I, I throw it off for like five minutes. I'm like, okay, it looks really pretty. The scenery, you see little mountains and stuff like that. But like, I ain't trying to watch that mess. And it's like a whole month, man. And those dudes are all on, like, like man, whatever Barry Bonds taking, all them bicyclist dudes were all on PhDs, and they weren't getting no money, man. What you PhDs. doing out here? I mean, oh, no, PEDs, I was like, performance enhancers. They might have doctors. <laughs> we don't know. They're smart people. They might be. But look, they got little motors inside. Look, they ain't even those those bikes. They, they bikes, but the they motors. got like they, they got like hidden motors. I mean, these are the cheatingest dudes in the world. So yeah. I don't feel bad for none of these dudes. They've been cheating. If you've been in the Tour de France in the last twenty years, you've been cheating at something. You've been trying to get some kind of edge. So yeah, man, I don't feel feel bad for them just for that fact, man. So so forget and plus, and also, man, hey, where my where I live at, man, there's a lot of bicyclists around here, and they'd be out there, man. They don't even be in shape, man. Yeah, you can, if look, this is my rule. If you are a biker and you ride around on city streets, you got to be in shape. You cannot be sloppy out here on the bike, <laughs> on the city streets, tra- holding up traffic on these little country. Man. No, it's man, you got you. You got to start on the little kitty track. <laughs> you got you got to start on the trail somewhere. You 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 go do that over there. When you come onto the streets where the cars are at, you got to be in shape and ready to move. You can't be over here. <sighs> And all these cars, you sitting there going eight miles an hour up a hill, and we sitting there following behind you. So yeah, man, I, I, we want to bump them little cars sometimes too. So get them out of here, man. I, I don't mind the ones that ride on the shoulder, but yo, the ones that be riding in the middle of the street like they they deserve to be there. Like y'all, y'all got to get up out of here, man. Somebody and you go, man. Look, if you if you if you if you hanging all out the, you got the like the whole and the, the, the crazy thing right here is like the dudes be having the whole fit. Like, like if I'm going bike riding, I might have a nice bike, but I'm just gonna have like the, the I'm gonna have like a shirt like this. No. But they got the whole like the 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 junk short, you know, the the the, the booty shorts with the little pad in the butt. And you gotta have the alien, they got the the special alien helmet that the, goes the all the way helmet, back. And they got like the, the glasses with the glasses <laughs> that look back like this. Yeah. And they got the tight shirt, but you can't have the tight shirt and then all this be hanging out <laughs> like that. You can't be on the bike with 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 forty love handles on your side and you riding and you talking and you go up a hill slow as hell holding up all the all these cars and. We got to go around you and do some dangerous stuff just to, just so we can keep going where we got to go. Mm. That's trash, man. So get in shape, do the little kitty track, get your weight down, and then then get on the streets. That's mm. all I'm saying. Hey, now that Paul talks so bad about it, I guess I won't start my bike riding routine. No, start. Oh, I'm saying start, start the bike riding. Nope, I'm out. Next story. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get you some good PDS, man, because all them cats do be on the PDS. Like they do I'm PDs. still trying to get some HGH from the doctor. Trying to figure out how to get that. All right, next story. Y'all know all about the African prince who has been begging us for money all these years. Come to find out, we know exactly why he's been begging for money. Because his wife is pregnant with 10 babies at the same time. A South African woman claimed to have a record 10 babies uh, in utero. Uh, Come to find out, she was lying. Imagine that. (laughs) So... (laughs) 
Yo, know, this picture is nuts, dog. Yeah, this picture is crazy. Her, uh, I don't know what she got up under her dress to, to make her belly look like that, but yo, she's smiling hard. She's leaning back. It, it does look heavy. Um, where is this lady from? Gao, Gao Tang. I don't even know what Gao Tang is. I'm not going to pronounce anybody's name on her. We're just going to keep it at South Africa. She claimed to, to be giving birth to a record 10 babies and come to find out she wasn't even pregnant, y'all. Not even pregnant. Not with even mm. one. They said they checked all the hospitals in the area to try to find out where she was. Her name is uh, Thamara Sithole. Sithole. You just said you were going to try to pronounce names. <laughs> now you hear you just I won't say that one because her last name is Sithole. And I think that's mm. funny. Um, but uh, she apparently had, uh, she claimed that she had given birth to decuplets. Decuplets? I don't know. But 10 babies, man. That is a lot. Um, they found her. They said her uh, her husband claims she was unable. He was unable to contact her. I don't know how that happened, but she was taken to a psychiatric evaluation um, because they found out that apparently people were sending her money and she was getting all this other kind of stuff. She probably sent out a few emails and told people <laughs> she was expecting ten babies, and I'm sure there was at least ten thousand idiots that sent her five thousand dollars. I mean, yeah. Didn't we do that with the Octomom when, in yeah. America when that when that chick had? I mean, that crazy lady had. I thought she was really like, pregnant. They got plenty of stuff. Yeah, but she but she got you know. I mean, she kind of was famous for for a hot minute. You know, I mean, I, I guess we, we we still know her name, right? We don't know her real name, I guess. But I mean, she was famous for a little, and she I'm sure she got a lot of money off that. So, yeah, man. I, I feel sorry. What do you for think about the husband though? I feel sorry for the husband, man, because you know the husband was look at look at that picture with the husband sitting beside he her. And she got that huge going belly. On. You think he, he didn't know what's going on? Look, he probably he probably he probably knew, but he's in the back of his he's like, man, I ain't, I ain't trying to argue with this woman today. I ain't trying to I ain't trying to go there. I, we've, we've been going we've been going at it for the last like forty seven years. You know how it is when y'all sniffing others. You just like whatever, man. I'm just gonna let this, I'm just gonna let this. he just sit on the couch looking like, man, I'm dumb as hell. Marry this new bra. <laughs> what am I doing? Let me get get me out of here, man. Cheaper to keep her, man. But look, he he knows she nuts, man. He's just like, what can I do, hey, man? I ain't paying no child support <laughs> on no ten kids. Shonda, hey, that you, too, man. What you what you think? I just think it's crazy. I I remember reading about the story, but I did not know the follow up that it was a hoax all along. Now I did when I saw the picture of the lady. I was like, wow! Like how <laughs> how are her organs? Man, look, still look, look, her, her, her. She got whatever she got in her chest. Her her stomach. She ain't got no titties. Her it's stomach not- is up here. Her <laughs> stomach is up here. <laughs> Stuff. Them kids is up in her up in her throat. In, <laughs> in, yeah. in that picture. Oh my gosh. But yeah, no, I mean, this is wild. Like I, I don't understand I mean I don't I mean, I don't understand what would make her decide to, you know, fabricate a story like this. But then I guess it also should deserve a psych, um, psychiatric evaluation just to make sure everything's okay because I mean, it's just not normal. <laughs> hey, yo, whatever safe house uh, that that lady from the Tour de France is in, can we get the husband in that in that safe house too, man? Like, get him up out of there, man, because this this chick is nuts. First of all, and if she did have ten kids, man, get him up out of there too, because that's too much, man. That dude be working for the to the that dude will never never stop working a day in his life. You got ten kids off one. <laughs> Hey, that's potent. terrible man that brother potent yeah <laughs> <Or>. <laughs> like, I didn't want to be that potent I mean to me it's another uh, story of clout chasing you know this lady wanted to be famous she wanted to be on TV she wanted to get some of that bread like you said uh, people 
like to donate to GoFundMes and, and do all of that. So, I mean, it seems like the husband is saying that she duped him too. I, I don't know how, I don't know how you could fool like your husband, you know, who you see every day, who you, you know, sleep in the bed with, I would guess every day. Like if you just got some curtains up under your uh, dress, <laughs> like, I don't know if that would really fool your husband, but you know, it's, I mean, people want attention nowadays and people, uh, people like these hoaxes. Like I said, I think she did it probably for some financial reason. I don't think she need to be in a, uh, in a, a mental hospital or anything like that. Like just, just treat her like you would a scammer or if she got really, if she got money, make her give it back. You know, if it's through GoFundMe or through like make her get her money back and like just publicly shame her. I don't even think she needs to go to prison. Uh, just publicly shame her be like, look, you stupid. Uh, mm. but what, what is the crime really from just telling a lie? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they ain't making the African princes give back the five thousand dollar checks that we're sending them every year. So no, we're not. They we would, yeah, if they found them. What, they like, don't when even they go... look for them. They don't. These people run that scam every year. Man, I saw something recently where they they found. We talked about it on the pod. It was one dude that they got. Yeah, got yeah, they found that dude. And the other dude from uh from IG that was always flossing. I think he was. <laughs> I forget yeah. who that dude was, but he got caught. Wasn't he in something like that? So so if they find you, they'll get you, but they're not going to expend a bunch of energy because you're dealing with international stuff. So just like the, you know, it ain't just African, like over in India, you know, you get a lot of these scam calls and it's, it's somebody Middle Eastern voice like that is prevalent over there. But like the U.S., the cops or the FBI, we don't got jurisdiction in India or we don't have jurisdiction in Nigeria or wherever uh, the people are. So it's just that just makes it more difficult to prosecute because then you got to contact those agencies. They, it ain't worth all of that. So they just let it go. But uh, if you if you catch them, get them. But I think in this in this case, no, you the just problem lied. also is that those those agencies over there, like they ain't going to do nothing. They got no power. They got yeah. nothing. They, they ain't even trying. Look, man, I was, I was, I, you know, it's kind of wild that we talk about Africa. I was watching some like documentary over the weekend. It was just about the Congo, and it was like talking about the super rich in in the Congo and like how they're having to live and you know security. You know, just kind of like you know trying to you know have a middle class or upper class there. Uh, but there was like this one dude, and like I guess like he's like a prophet over there, and he's like selling this like this like I don't know. I guess you call it, like Jesus juice, but like basically this juice it contains like some kind of some some amount of gasoline, and so he has all these followers, and I mean he sells out stadiums. Hear him come come here and talk, and he gives them like this. He tells them to drink this juice. All this is like like some kind of juice, like juice, like you know fruit juice, but with gasoline, some of that. But he claims it's so he, salt. He's AIDS, giving us some juicy juice, cancer, juicy juice, basically. But but and so but they they went to they went with him to like one of his little like I mean he literally selling out stadium like a soccer stadium full you know I mean a big soccer stadium I'm talking about thousands and then he like have like a little offering bag and he, like hey you want to come here and hear my blessing you know drop some and just he just leaving with bags of money and he just giving you and whatever he says they drink the juice that's what and then and he got and he's like super popular over there i mean like i mean he's like a prophet or whatever like that in the countryside have these Doobie. people never heard of jim jones <laughs> what is going probably on? not because because it's, it's the congo man you know what i'm saying they i mean you're talking about people that you know just you know but and, and they said but they said his strategy was like he goes out he doesn't go in the cities like kinshasa which is like the the you know heart of you know the main city he goes out into the 
the rural villages, you know, where there's, you know, yeah. there's no internet, there's nothing, man. You know, it's just like, hey, okay, and, and it's, it's, it's just, it's just, you know. But you, you don't got to go to the Congo for that. Like you got no, those yeah, folks no. here. In the United like, States, right? Even when you people, look, people at, TV, you look at TV late at night, you see. Oh, by the holy water, blessed by the prophet, uh, Michael. The cures they don't want to tell you about, all that stuff like that. Cures they don't want to tell you about. Yeah, I remember those. It's, yeah. it's wild, man. People yeah. fall for that stuff all the time, though. And I saw a clip today on social media. It was, uh, you know, it was talking about a right-wing pastor, and this dude was in front of a packed church, and he's talking about how Joe Biden is a pedophile and, uh, you know, Jesus is going to come in and blow it all up because the— the left and the Democrats are are abducting children and they doing this and they doing and it's just like and everybody's clapping and cheering and they coming up, you know. So you have that, uh in especially in religion, you know, you got false prophets and if you if you're telling people what they want to hear, I mean they're gonna get enthused about it, they're gonna give you money. So unfortunately that's just something we got. But like I say, you don't have to go all the way to, to Africa don't have to go to India. You don't have to go to South America. That stuff is happening right here in America. Uh, and we saw with uh, Lord Trump and, and his following, like, that stuff catches on, man. All right. And it's dangerous. So that's all I got for y'all this week. If the people would like to contact us and let us know how much money they sent to the African uh, prince over their mm-hmm. lifetime, where can they contact us? Yo, you you need to stop sending money to the African prince and send it to the black delegates. Uh, the black Ryan will bless some Gatorade. He will send it to your house. <laughs> I can actually bless some Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you get, I am anointed. If you get, if you get any type of vial of liquid from Boxwine Poppy, do not oh, open right. it. <laughs> <laughs> but you can email us at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com. Uh, also, you can hit us up on social media. We are on Facebook. Look up the Black Delegates Podcast, uh, Instagram, and Twitter at blackdelegates underscore between black and delegates. Uh, also, if you want to follow us individually, I am at Ghetto Phenom. You can look at the Black Ryan. Or at Box Wine Poppy, uh, Shonda still incognito, so uh, you can't find her. If you if you send me, if you do find uh, her, we have a reward. Right, right. Send me twenty nine ninety nine, and I will send you her information. Box Wine Poppy, what should people do if they want to help out the show? If they want to help us grow, if they want to help us so that we don't have to scam people. Rate us. Review us. Tell us why I'm trash specifically, because that seems like all the feedback we ever get is why I'm, I'm terrible, which I'm fine with. I'm totally, I'm totally fine being the, the bad guy, so I'm cool with that. Uh, but yeah, man, go on there. Whatever podcast have you listen to, give us five stars. Tell us reviews. Tell us what you think. Tell a friend. Uh, what else we got, Ryan? I'm guessing that I cannot name the podcast "Babies in Her Esophagus." It's not, not gonna fly. What? I don't, what's, what's your name? That's too far. Nasty. That's too far. We literally Amen. said it on the podcast. Why well, I gotta be nasty about it? It's what, what y'all said. Cue it up, bro. We said, we said babies up to her esophagus. That's what we said. Shawnee, that wasn't me. I know I can't me, send Shawnee. that one to my mom if you do. Uh, name it. Oh my God. <laughs> right. You guys gotta grow up. That's what we said. I don't no. know. I, maybe African princes expect. That's boring. We'll see. See y'all next week. Picks up about three yards.